We open today's scene with a small shanty being sung by the ship's crew. It's early in the morning and the waves are small and calm. The anchor is set and the crew appears to be diving for something beneath the waters. Several cannons are trained on the horizon in case of unwelcome guests. Welcome, adventurers, to Caravan 13. Party, what are you doing right now in the ship? I imagine Parda is in the crow's nest, as has been her wont since setting sail. Vareed, you've been perhaps questioned by the crew about your rather heavy vestments, and I believe you said you've now changed into a more suitable attire for the ocean. Mm-hmm. Gorak, what are you doing? My character is probably sitting at the front, uh, basically meditating slash praying to the spirits of his tribe. Quinris? I'd be talking with the crew, um, just to hear like rumors about like um, different artifacts around the area, anything cursed. And just helping out on the ship. I see. It's just before sunrise, you know, you've got that little tangerine tinge of the sun wanting to rise over the, the ocean's tide. Mm-hmm. And you hear uh, the clanging against the anchor chain. They've got a hit, boys! All right, when they strike the chain again four times, start ringing it in. All of a sudden you hear it. Ting, ting. Ting, ting, and four men grab the main turnstile and start racking in the anchor. There's a rather loud commotion above the main deck, and all the men that were in the brig and in the mess come up to the main like area and start doing some rigging and trying to get the boys that are below the waters. You see several gentlemen coming up with like water bubbles over their mouths, and that like they're riding on the anchor and they've got like chests in their hands. They like bring them up and they they climb over the deck and they like grab onto some like loose netting and throw the treasure chests over. We got a pretty sweet haul down there, boys. Oh, lost ship, probably a galleon from uh, who knows what kingdom. Oh, nice gilded stuff. Shame the wood's all tarnished. Probably would have sold for a pretty penny if it was preserved. Well, I think I. New deckmates should probably have first pick, considering they saved us from the last lot. Hey, have the big chest. He kicks a chest over to you guys. Ooh, I open it. Oh, you <laughs> open it. Okay. <laughs> no one say, else was saying anything. Well, I was about to say, I just take my axe and slam on the lock. No one else was saying anything. I appreciate the fact that Chad knew that there was a lock on it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so you try to open it, and it's just like, chink. <laughs> You didn't even look to investigate it. Uh, we're off to a great start. The You smash the lock on the front of the chest. However, it's too heavy for even a lone orc to lift. I help. The three of you help. Jesus Christ. You swing it open, and you find an, an odd chest. It's... L- a form of metal and it's got like a leather uh, stripping around it and it was had like a silverish brass lock on it and when you cracked it open um, you notice that the inside is lined with like a a reddish pink velvet 
And so um, all of you can kind of hear the chest whisper like a wind, a small breeze. It's like it's calling. Gorek, why don't you stick your hand in the chest? I take the arm not holding the axe and slowly reach it in. You find that as your arm reaches into the mysterious chest of which you cannot even see the bottom of. <laughs> even though it sits firmly on the deck and you're like, wow, this is a chest the size of this DM screen. <laughs> Fourth wall break. You know, just, okay, that goes a lot deeper. You feel something, I'm going to have to say it, you feel a round cylindrical shaft in your hand. You know it to be a metal slash plastic of some kind. It is a family-friendly object snickering <laughs> table. Doth thou withdraw the object? I start to pull it out and look. It is smaller than that. <laughs> that very girthy bottle of yours. Fine. Okay, it's a little longer than that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. A little better. You find a rather odd thing in your hands. It is featureless, and yet you feel like with a little bit of study, you might actually find the true intent of the object. So you have something to look forward to on this boat right now, a small object that was meant for you of sorts. Okay, then. I uh, put it in my pack and... Quinris, you watch your half-orc ranger dip his hand into the velvet chest and see him withdraw a, an obviously magical item of which he is confounded by but very eager to learn about. However, were your need to find out about the chest more or less, you would have inquired him about it, but you hear the whisper call to you as well. I reach in the chest. Once again, I must remind you, this is family friendly. You find yourself latching onto a very firm piece of wood. I withdraw. You find that the length of the wood requires more than one pull of your arm. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm not making this up or trying to have a I, laugh. I stick both hands in. You could have just said up. you try to grab with both hands, and I would have accepted it. Try to grab. <laughs> So you, you grab both hands in and, and withdraw the wood. You find yourself with a slightly burned oak wood staff. The tail end is sharpened to a point, and the blunt end where most of the weight is appears singed. And you see green sparks when you pull it. Can I use my Knowledge Arcana to... Sure, give me a Knowledge Arcane. All right, so I am proficient in that? Mm-hmm. clack I can't see it. 10 plus proficiency plus my intelligence. So that'd be plus six, so 16. You know it is 
you uh, how to explain it without giving it away because you know enough it is a magical staff you know its properties are related to wind of some kind judging by the sparks you can't divine its true intention just from looking at it but you know this staff is able to be used in melee combat judging by its severe heft towards the end so i'll just start studying it excellent Vareed. yeah you hear a small faint thing give me an investigation check for the chest an 11 well investigation 16. i know I was just counting your natural role and then whatever else. I just, I knew what you were going to get. <laughs> you reach into the flask and you see weapons and marvelous things being drawn. And you reach into the chest and find a small bottle. Hmm. And when you pull it out, it's the size of maybe this. It's basically no bigger than a, hmm. a double shot. But it's a small little thing that can hold liquid. I want to smell it. Uh, I want to open up the thing and smell it. Give me a constitution save. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh God, a 12. Was that what proficient? Mod? I think I'm proficient in constitution save. Mm, so I think, I think that strength and dex, I think. Or, I'm a 12, mm. at least. You're at a 12. <laughs> Mac. Yes. You smell the flask, and you are assaulted with a smell I can only equate to that of just barely above Sir Strummum. (laughs) Powerful, nauseating waves of fermented fish and bone assault your nasal cavity in a way that... Only your worst enemy could wish upon you, but you find that whatever concoction lurked in this was very strong. Perhaps bringing the remnants of what lurks within to an alchemist might be able to reverse engineer said potion. Hmm. Interesting. Parda, would you like to search the chest? Yes. Can I crack open a plant to cast Thorn Whip? Why? Just to reach into the chest. I'll allow it. Give me an investigation roll. I wonder if you can tell who I had loot planned for. <laughs> Not die. Twelve. You find, in a most peculiar fashion, a sister wand to the wand you already had from the magistrates. You find that the exact features of one are mirrored slightly differently on the other. Perhaps bringing them to a master wizard will allow you to truly find the best of both. Double wanting. (laughs) 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 What'd you say? What the? Okay. And there's my reference. So there we go. Of course, the adventurers get all the cool-looking loot. All right, boys, let's go take those 1,200 doubloons into the brig. Yeah! And they kick the other chest downstairs. <laughs> Drinks on you, Captain? 
Maybe. <laughs> All right, red shirts. Let's go down and have some fun. I remember when we were rich. <laughs> what? Red shirts and then McConaughey going, I miss when we were rich. Right. <laughs> All right. So you guys find that the day you guys have uh, stowed away your loot in your little personal quarters, you guys basically, I'm not going to lie to you, you guys have each been basically thrown in your own prison cell <laughs> where you sleep because... They just basically gave us the keys so we can lock ourselves in and unlock ourselves. Basically. So, I don't know, is there anything in particular you guys do have... That Sahagan skiff from last episode, which is still on the deck, um, nobody has attempted to fix it. I was going to do detect magic and see if I could recognize what kind of magic that bottle I found is. Bottle you found? The thing I pulled out of the chest. He he pulled that out of the chest. The thing I pulled out. The oh, yes. See, you said... I never said yours was a bottle. Metal cylinder thing. Yes. No, no, no. I, I would like to... Uh, I... I Want to see if I can... Can I take a look at that? I'm going to have Chad do it first, if you okay. don't mind, Mac. I appreciate your enthusiasm. I've never used this spell. I might as well use it. Uh, Eleven... You know it's magic, for sure. That, like, there is a definitive aura. Wow, this thing is bright and shiny. Magic. Oh, boy. However, there is perhaps faint traces. It looks as though... There's a distinct palm print on it in magic. Like, literally, like, you see a full outline of what looks like a spectral hand on it. I uh, tend to put my hand in the same place and see what happens. Your hand is slightly smaller than the original wielder of this object. But you do hear faint traces of whispering in the back of your head. Small words of a language you don't speak. If you're willing to dedicate the rest of the day to this object, I will tell you the word. But you can do nothing else. (laughs) Do it. All right, fine. He locks himself in his jail cell, puts some, like, a cone of silence around himself and starts, like writing down things. Chad, you will not need to write anything down. I will just tell you the word, and it will become important only when I say so. Mm-hmm. Wink, wink, snatch, snatch. Brandon, mm-hmm. what are you doing? I would be looking through the book I took along that has the collection of objects to uh-huh. try to figure out what's going on with the staff. The book you have probably doesn't contain any records of that staff. I figured that because this is a rather mundane magical item, I imagine you you have loftier goals. This is neither a cursed item, just judging by its ba- faint appearance. There's nothing about it that would otherwise betray a cursed nature. So it's just a magic staff for the moment, from what I can tell? Basically. Can I mean, I, Can I the, do another Knowledge Arcana check to see if I can deduce more? Nope. Yeah, You've so. already used Knowledge Arcane to deduce it is a thing. And yeah, I know it channels. You said wind magic, judging by the sparks. Yeah. So it's really up to you, master uh, tactician, to decide how you're going to experiment with such an object. I want to go up to the deck 
Do you want to spar? <laughs> you know what? All right, let's spar with the staff. <laughs> no, I want to. Sp I wanted to spar regardless. Okay. Well. Okay. Well. What I want to do first is since I'm not the one, since apparently it sounds like he's. So gonna, Mac, like, would you like to go up to Quinris and offer up a fight? <laughs> I'm at the top of the deck. I'm bored. Anyone want to spar? That'd you see several of the tennis. deck hands go, oh, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'd sooner catch me sleeping with a siren than fighting you, laddie. Oh, fuck. And then I come up with my, with my new staff and say, I'll do it. You do it. Is that exactly how you say it? I can indulge in this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay, so how does the challenger wish to do this strength of competition, as it were? Because I already know if I make you two fight for realsies, you're not going to have a face, and you'll be all over the deck. <laughs> we both. The only on. way we and him could fight would be no armor, no magic, no weapons. He'd still... Uh, It'd be very close. But, so how how do you wish to do this? Non-lethal magic. If magic is allowed. I have a problem with this innately. Yeah. He's a sorcerer, first of all. We're not going to start, like... Warcaster! Yeah. If any characters should be fighting each other, it's mine and yours. Yeah, I know. Or, you know what? <laughs> Unfortunately. If you want a duel... <laughs> Or since I know that he, he heard, is he a, like a, a magic fight, uh, a magic fight would. <laughs> but this is what's going on right now. Because she wants to go on the boat. Nope, so. Okay, I have a set of conditions. Mm -hmm. no, like I, what I'm really asking is, what kind of contest do you two players want to do? I think that since he is a sorcerer and a yes. magic user, yes. that he could use more practice of trying to fend off melee combatants. And then use Warcaster to try to yes. ch channel spells in combat. So not so much as a straight up trying to uh, full on sparring as training. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, I'll I'm trying to rephrase it a different way. How are you two going to roll off for this? Are you going to actually fight each other, or are you guys just going to do D4s? What's the plan It would here? be like, uh, I don't know, because in melee combat, you're going to kick my butt, but from a range, I'm going to hit you for a... Right. For a but he could just use his... Dash action to get right in your face, face. and then action would that invoke a, Would then... that invoke an attack of opportunity? Nope. Nope. It, nope. Attacks of opportunity are only if he leaves without disengaging. Basically, I'd say that we just roll the d twenty and we just see how the initial, you know, that, that initial split second of a fight goes that determines whether or not you're going to get your fucking ass kicked. Okay. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to move this. Sorry. <laughs> Made good sense in the D20 roll-offs plus, uh, plus modifiers. So that'd be four, five, six. So, so whatever I roll plus seven, and then whatever you roll plus 
God knows fucking what. <laughs> Plus, I, it would yes. be eight, I think. Plus eight. I, I don't expect. I don't you, expect you to win what, this. But I think this is good experience for him as a. Uh, Get more proficient in casting it in actual combat situations right. where they're actually fine, focusing on Okay, okay, okay. Enough. Ready? Yeah. Not 16, so... 17. You balance oh, that's out. That's a tie. That's a tie. Okay. It's a tie. Tie again. <laughs> this can't be matched. Right now. Well, that's it. Again. <laughs> So now paint a visual picture of two ties and then a him winning. Two ties and him winning. <laughs> I, there's no way to romantically describe that, in right. my opinion. Twice you managed to fend off where you'd basically not get instantly hit by a melee and attack. And you don't instantly get duped by a spell. Basically. <laughs> Although... I guess I could give you this small hint, considering there was probably no physical contact ever made. You probably never actually Excellent. hit him. You right. like left the flat of your blade next to him. You found in your reflexes, the moment you felt like he was going to strike, you felt like a surge of kind, a surge of power in the staff that never fully coalesced. And that's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> so. I have an idea. You have an idea. What? So you said that when he was getting close to actually hitting me, but not actually hitting me, I felt power surge. You felt a surge of power in the staff, yes. I don't want to say smack me, because that's just going to go... <laughs> it's going to go wrong for somebody. Smacks, flies off the boat. <laughs> well, I mean, ten feet ten feet. Does that mean you want me to kick you? Matt, why don't you punch your elven friend? He seems super My... curious. Fine, I punch This him. is a weird... He's asking to be punched. You're asking to be punched, that means you get... No, I automatically just punch you. Like in the arm? Mac, give me a... Uh, DC 14 strength check. He passes with a plum. But, but, oh. <laughs> Not just a plum. It's a very awkward first showing, but you find that when he hits you, he makes like full on contact. This was a full, like, legitimate punch. You felt your staff basically lunge forward and it jousted itself right underneath his ribs and emitted a powerful force attack that would have knocked any normal foe 10 feet away. <laughs> Thank you. Okay, moving on. Oh, takes well, five I damage. No. <laughs> Nobody takes any... You would have taken damage too, mister. You two balance out. Okay. Nobody takes any damage. <laughs> so, Sarah... Parda, what are you doing? Basically using both wands to cover the entire ship in thorns. And the 52 flowers. Hmm. As a second skin to the ship. I'll allow it. Yay. For no other reason than it's a druid reinforcing the ship. <laughs> the ship gets plus two armor. I don't even want to know how much armor this ship has, but it's not enough. 
I mean, who said that? <laughs> Not Jay. No, Not no. Not the DM. Get out of here. But Sarah, while you're reinforcing the ship, you find that you feel an underwater current not too far below the surface that you feel will actually get you to where you're going faster if you just ever so slightly adjust course. Uh-huh. You don't know, like, it's, it's enough to make several knots worth difference. Which, when you're going several nautical miles faster than normal, that's pretty good. So I assume you... You tell the captain about this, or perhaps do you hold on to it and see if the, the tides change? I say hold on to it. Very well. The day goes past, and we're going to assume Quinris, now obsessed with this new staff, has been researching similar effects in other items, perhaps listed in the book. Mm-hmm. Mac, was there anything in particular you were doing? Were you rabble-rousing with more deckhands? Yes. <laughs> Come on, you scurry lads. You found no challengers. <laughs> <laughs> no takers from from dawn till dusk. And yea, and lo, as the night bell tolls, Gorak finds himself a day past, but a venture he has earned. Gorak. It seems as though only an entire day ago you sat yourself in your cot and firmly grasped a cylinder of unknown origin as it spoke to you in tongues unknown. Are you okay? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was watching him more like... Yeah, I know. I was like, oh, God. Gorak, you know that whatever bore this object was an illithid. It was no less than a mind flare. A great realm-traveling beast for whom science was only the beginning of life. (laughs) What's the matter, Brandon? (laughs) Nothing yet. Other than mind flare. Why am I terrified? Oh, don't be terrified. Be horrified. You do not know what the word means, but you do know a series of illithid clicks and ticks, and honestly, I don't even want to replicate the horrible tentacle mouth noises they make when they talk. (laughs) It's fucking bad. So anyway... You can firmly replicate it in your mind, which is enough for this object to recognize its purpose. I assume you do the the pygmy noises that are required to activate this object. You see this rather mundane gray and metal cylinder become a light in a fell blue and pink array before stemming into a rather iridescent longbow of pure energy. That's fucking awesome. (laughs) 
you feel a great connection to this device. <laughs> it's not even a weapon at this point. This is an artifact of sorts. I need to test this. <laughs> you find, however, that perhaps knocking a normal arrow doesn't work. Perhaps further testing will be needed on the deck. Yeah. I just basically bolt up to the top of the deck going, somebody give me a target. All right, Master Orc. Uh, you have any preferences? We've got tuna, skipper. Something just to shoot at. I'll give you Smee. Smee's <laughs> been a right proper cock. He is. <laughs> you can put him in the cannon. You can shoot the chunks at him. <laughs> Or we could do that too now. Let's do the tuna. <laughs> All right. I smear you fucking dickhead. Load the tuna into the chum bucket. You find that in a tiny porthole off the starboard bow. Awkward how it's a porthole and the starboard bow, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> a tiny cannonade sitting facing upward is loaded a bucket of chum and tuna. And they light a small fuse off the rear deck. And lo and behold, a giant two-foot salmon <laughs> is chucked into the air. Give me a... Oh, I'm trying to think about what would be suitable here. Give me just a normal attack roll. What'd you roll? Uh, 12 without any modifiers. 12 without any modifiers. You find you trace your hands along an invisible string that, <laughs> that has this almost awkward hum. It feels as though the whispers of madness kiss your fingers. <laughs> and as you draw back, a normal arrow appears <laughs> until you loose it. And great tendrils of darkness ensnare the air and cause the tuna to explode. <laughs> <laughs> I like this bow. Who wouldn't like a bow of energy? Nice shot, Master Gorak. That was tonight's dinner. How close is the nearest piece of tuna heading towards me? <laughs> Yours? <laughs> At seven nautical miles an hour, due west. Give me an acrobatics check. Are you serious? He catches it. <laughs> One big fat chunk of semi-filleted and mildly disturbed tuna that writhes in a pain of death long past. I want to cook it. <laughs> his hand goes on fire, cooks it, goes <laughs> You want to do that? You want to cook the tuna in your hand? Yes. Are you going to eat it? You know what? That was black magic. So I'm not going to eat it because that was probably <laughs> the product. Are you going to give it to Smee? <laughs> yes, I am. Yes, I am. <laughs> so how does this conversation go? Yes, I'm, I'm so curious. I got something for you to trust me. <laughs> oh, you gave me some of that toner, did ya? Oh, oh how nice. Oh, this is so... Oh, they left the skin on wait, and everything. Wait. This is so nice. Why is it twitching? You salted it, you charming bugger. Oh, you're so great. He takes a firm bite. Hum. 
as he starts biting it, he's like, oh, that's real rot, juicy, yeah. Black, viscous liquid is coming out of his mouth. <laughs> I guess I'm going to have to give an old wisdom save for Shmee. <laughs> he passes, if only barely. <laughs> Thank God. You know, it's not about this tune is not right, me. I think you forgot cooking middle. Um, oh, fuck. End is nine. That's not right, no. No, that's it. I forgot to load the chum last night. Yeah, oh, stupid me. Anyway, you have a good night, pal. He goes below deck, and he rubbing to his. Walk out, out of his mouth. I hope the fuck not. <laughs> I got an eldritch abomination. <laughs> By the way, Chad, you might want to write down illithid bow in your equipment. Yeah. Hurry. Yes, you should probably write something down too. I don't have an, 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 an a utensil. What should I write down for it? Like, what's it called? You don't know the name of it yet. Damn it. Do I need a scroll of identifying? Um, so put Illithibo plus two. Plus two? Yes, plus two. <clears throat> Alright. And I believe. I believe I agreed that the grand total was going to be a 1d12 plus 2. <laughs> oh, and Chad, there's much more to be had with that oh, bowl. Yeah. Oh, no. What you do know, Quinris, you know it is called a thunderous staff, judging by its... Nature, by force. You know, it's, it's natural essence. Thunderous stuff? Yes. You know it deals... I'll give you the stats. 1d10. Plus your wisdom mod. Or whatever your most powerful mod is. Charisma. So charisma. And you know that um, we'll, we'll save the finer details for off-camera recording. That that'll just get my face. Yeah, th th that's enough for the moment. Yes. I know what some of you at home might be thinking. Wow, you gave Brandon's explanation almost nothing, and you waxed lyrical on this bow. But honestly, how else are you supposed to explain a staff of retribution? It's a bow that hits things and then pushes them ten feet away. <laughs> However, a bow that was tampered on by illithids? That requires a little bit of explaining. And then you find you all sleep and slumbers. Parda's probably in the crow's nest after she's spent the better part of the day reinforcing the ship. And covering it with flowers. And covering it partially in flowers where the captain will see it so that he does not get angry at the elf. <laughs> and you find a new day rises and once again... That Sahagan skiff remains untouched by the crew. I would like to investigate the Sahagan skiff. Okay, Mac. What what particularly were you investigating that you rolled a four nine on? If there's any, where the main damage to it is. Primarily, it's um, to the turbine in the back, as well as what appears to be the. Um, sailing mechanism. You find that right now 
it doesn't even have one. I try to fix it. How are you going to attempt to fix it, Parda? By turning the turbine wheel. See if we get it going. I've thought of several industrial accidents that are going to occur already. However, I'm willing to allow you a chance. I come Six. walking. I don't remember what that Six fruit is called that you were drinking in the one-off. But I basically come out drinking that, basically Tea. the equivalent to orc coffee, just slowly sipping on, just watching them get up to getting the ship fixed. Yeah, part of you find that the turbine is stuck shut and just won't turn at all. And it doesn't appear to be a strength problem. It's it's a mechanical problem. So, it's it's now morning. Uh, Gorax having his morning orc brew. Quinris, perhaps you are intrigued by this unfamiliar technology and transportation. Yes, I am. Hmm. I want to. Is there something in particular you'd like to do with said skiff? I, I want to figure out it's a mechanical problem with the with the turbine. Mm-hmm. Well, with, with between me and part of messing with it. Yeah. Is there, I want to see if there's anything I can do to try to fix that. Did anyone try and put it in the water and stand on it like one of the Sahagans? I'm going to assume none of you said you were. I assume no. you all worked on it on the deck. Yes. Maybe it needs to be in water. <clears throat> I will never go in the deep ocean by my own choice. <laughs> I will. About to say, does anyone know water breathing? I wonder. <coughs> Character-wise, he doesn't know. It's true, he doesn't. <coughs> ah, yes, scurvy brats be touching that skiff for. The captain comes out wailing, partially, partially shirtless. Definitely has a half bottle of rum. <laughs> kind of like, mm, bit deep already. It's barely morning. <coughs> got nothing better to do oh yeah I got nothing better to do on my ship do you uh, well if you want to throw yourself on that accursed contraption and throw yourselves into the deep feel free my boy feel free oh yeah the tides feel warmer going that direction You should tell your friend how to lead a conversation. I don't know. Retranslate. <laughs> All right, you bilge rats, you herder. Water's warmer in that direction. They... The shale shift. The sails shift towards the warmer, more fast current, even though I don't think that's how currents work, but that's okay. We'll go with it for now. We'll go with it for now. I still thought it was clever. I like it. So, um... So, you know, Gorak has presented quite a wonderful idea, and you see one of the deckhands come up to you and go, the captain would never tell you, but, uh, you know he's been underwater before. He's been on you know, I heard in his chambers there's a there'd be a chest in his closet filled with equipment from when he used to dive down in the depths. 
wow, that seems like none of our business. <laughs> and yet here you are tampering with Sahagan shit. And it's not in the captain's quarters. <laughs> in a chest. <laughs> Brandon, sometimes I throw you guys a carrot and then you smack the carrot into the fucking ocean. <laughs> that was my character. I don't know what they're doing. I transform into a rat and sneak into the captain's quarters. <laughs> you transform who into a rat? Me. Oh, okay. Nobody notices. <laughs> Thank God. Otherwise, they would have fucking killed you. Or a Belgian Yep. Somebody probably would have just smacked you over the head with a broomstick and tossed you into the ocean. And probably killed you. Well, what would have happened is it would have taken all her health and she would have just been... Yep. yep. Back into him. So, you... Give me a stealth check. Jesus. Oh, I did not want to be rolled. Oh, Big oof. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That's a natural 20. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> nice. I don't want to experiment on her, but I want to try it just once. For what? Before she rolls, going Will Wheaton. And seeing if it actually works. What? 20s or 1s? 1s. She always rolls 20s. Nope, doesn't work for me. <laughs> so. Yeah, no, you sneak into the captain's quarters. <laughs> well. You'll go investigate. Well, what? She wants We're to go well, chest. Yes, yes. So, I guess I should preface this with, you see the captain's quarters and you, several, you see several fine wardrobes, all of which are open and filled with frilly shirts, red shirts, and a variety, multitude, of colors, of pants. He's a partier. He is. <laughs> He's a regular rave machine of the ocean. He's drinking this early in the morning. <laughs> so, I suppose you don't really need to roll for investigation, but more, what would you do if you found the chest? I have a bag of holding. You're a rat. Damn it. <laughs> I would And the captain is in his quarters. Uh, I would say what I saw once I get out. Excellent. Is that all? Is there any other snooping you're gonna do? Do you find said chest of underwater stuff? Can I roll for that? I can tell you whether or not you did. I'm curious if there's anything else you're going to investigate for. Probably not, because I want to get the fuck out of there now. Okay, you find the chest and you leave. Yay. So you, you relay to the others where the chest is. Mm-hmm. So, party members. Fireworks. Or gunshots. <laughs> no, I mean, it could be sparklers, but... Fireworks don't echo. Those are echoing. Huh? Trying to get the cancel. Well, if it's gunshots. It's your bag capacity, bro. Could be multiple people shooting. I'm not going to even talk about this. That's it. Trigger warning. We're done. <laughs> Just closing the windows. So anyway. Um, Is there yeah. a... What? See, you're interested, Quinris, 
in the skiff, but yet when it comes to finding no, things... No, I'm interested in that. It's more I don't want to cause trouble on the ship. So it's a conflict However, of curiosity. Yes, and I want to see what's inside. Of course. I just don't want to cause trouble with it, so... So, party members, you have a choice. You can... Let's do it. Well, you can confront the captain about it, or you guys can try and operate it without his deep-sea diving gear. Probably. Ah. Uh, it's going to require no. all of you to lift it overboard. No, let's talk to... Well, confront the captain. Look, we're going to do it either way. We're going to do it with the captain's permission or without. The captain's permission makes it all easier. <laughs> captain's permission basically means we get some big guys to help us drop it in the water. And people Amongst to help us things. pull it back out instead of us having to basically imitate their maneuvers to shoot it up onto the deck. So, let's talk to the captain. I want to hear some group discussion. I just hear a lot of Brandon and Chad talking and not a lot of Mike oh. and Sarah talking. I don't like the deep ocean. <laughs> yes, you don't like the deep ocean. Marie doesn't like the deep ocean. but <laughs> Marie's like, I am fire. Water's not good for me. Sure. <laughs> but you still have a say in this. There's no harm in asking the captain about it. Perhaps we can bribe the captain about it. With what? Yeah, we're not rich anymore, remember? More of her cookies. <laughs> <laughs> she just pulls out, like, bags and bags of cookies out of nowhere. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have those. It might work. You haven't had any of my stuff. Why would he say might? I don't think he could ever understand. So? few different things we can ask. We can try and bribe him with, but we'll see what happens. No. You. Go to the captain. Okay, so who's going to approach the captain? Because I cannot initiate everything. Yeah, it's true. Hi, captain. Oh, hello, young lady. So what do you know about deep sea diving? <laughs> I know a fair bit. So... How much do you really know? <laughs> he withdraws a rather long ivory pipe from his mouth. Always when I'm trying to relax to people, <laughs> pry into matters. I know enough that I've seen more of the ocean than most sea dwellers do. So when I say you do not want to tangle with the depths, I mean throw that hunk of metal overboard and be done with it. Oh. As in you think we'll die? I'm sorry, say that one more time. As in you think we'll die? Yes. Why? My boy, do you realize how much ocean there is? And how small you are. Yes. That should be more than enough reason to understand. But you are not magic. Of course I'm not magic. That's why I'm not in the ocean right now. Mm. But magic is at our disposal. That's true, it is. And you know what happened to most magical sea-dwelling races? Mm-hmm. They fell to ruin. What do you think we plunder on the weekends? Well, that's true. Magic. Is that where the chest came from? 
It might have. It also might have been from a different kingdom. That's not the point. Magic brings ruin. Being magical will not save you. It will delay, but it will not save you. Okay. Did you still want them? No. Okay. As there was no exchange. <laughs> Only warnings. I vote we toss it overboard. Okay. I have. I, I see a, a firm hand from Chad. I'm trying to come up with something. I'm like, mm. Cotton. Look at like this. You've got something that you can use against the enemy now. I do. I'm aboard it. I'm at one of their ships. That tin can. That slicer is barely good enough to cut through water. And it has no armaments. And you're also exposed as a wee naked baby when you're aboard it. I have a question, lad. You're piloting that, right? You've, you've got the skin. You've, you're cutting through the water. Turbine's going. You're, you're, you're underwater. Say you even have the ability to breathe 200 feet below sea level at that point. You can even see under there, let's say. What happens when a shark with a mouth bigger than you comes up from below with nary a sound? You become food. No gear saves you. No spot check saves you. You're dead. Oh, I ain't saying it for me. I'm saying it because these two idiots want it. Then you these can reverse two engineer technology. You have a thing up on the Sahagans. I think you misunderstand the power of this vessel you're aboard. If we take it out, do you lose anything? Some potential deckhands, yes. Anything else? Yes, some potential deckhands. He points to so you guys. So what's the problem with us taking it out? He doesn't want he loses you hands. to He's die. Basically... Yeah. His job is to protect you guys, and you guys are actively endangering <laughs> yourself right now. Can we at least tow it behind us and use it when we're in safe waters? Oh! You can keep it above the deck. When we reach port, whatever you do with it is up to you. That sounds but like... But there will be no taking that vessel off into the sea while we're aboard my ship. Uh... I said that'd be fair. Is this matter closed? Mm-hmm. Excellent. If you have any other questions, don't be afraid to ask. Just... Don't hate the answer I might give you. My quarters are open four hours a day. <laughs> <laughs> well, he waves you away. <laughs> Why is that picture one of us is about to do something really stupid? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. I, I am watching these other... <laughs> I do not... Want that thing to be used? Well, since I cannot relieve my boredom with the Sahagan, I just start with my vimes again, climbing all about and feeling the tides. You know, Sarah, mm -hmm. you could just transform into an aquatic beast and swim. That's very true. Shark time! You could. Reef shark time! I could do water breathing. No, I mean she can literally transform. No, I into mean. A shark. 
We would say um, you've probably seen a few fins in the water in your time here. So we'll say that's how you're able to transform into said shark. Otherwise, it's only on a what you've seen. Otherwise, how else would you know to transform into it? Mm-hmm. Pretty much I'm like following the ship like a freaking dog or something. Okay. So? Hey, Breed. Hmm. Heard you got in a fight with the uh, scaly boy over here? I was teaching him how not to die. Well, I just got done drinking my... Whatever the hell this root's called. Want to do a fist fight? Why not? No armor, no magic? No armor, no magic. Fuck yeah. <laughs> he just basically throws his uh, leather armor onto the onto the closest place he can store it. Alright. <laughs> 19. Natural 20. Damn. <laughs> Damn. So basically, I'm picturing he comes up, he's in the boxer position, he just goes, oh. Come on! <laughs> 15, what are your modifiers? Uh, 12 plus. What's your strength mod? <laughs> 14. Then I win that one. <laughs> really? So how hard you hit? <laughs> 19 versus a 1. <laughs> I think we found the loser. <coughs> Aggressively loses. I was hoping for an actual fight, but fine, we'll do the roll-off. Because <laughs> I think an actual fist fight would be like 1d4 for damage. Yeah, we're not going to do damage when we're sparring. Yeah. And if we were doing, I get a flat 5 damage. Every hit. Yeah. Guaranteed. It would take him ten rounds to kill you. Yeah. You. It would take you significantly longer to kill him. Can I end this little bout of ours with me you just did a, him with my? You, uh, I just, dude. Horns. I want Makana. Before yes. I tell you what I got, you won. Yeah, I know. I saw you crit failed. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to <laughs> use my horns to <laughs> finish that one. I don't know, Chad. Do you find that acceptable? Come on, is that? <laughs> Fuck it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I wanted to do more testing with my staff. <clears throat> what kind of testing would you like to do, Brandon? Magical combat. You'll find the staff does nothing to help you in magical combat. However, if you want to for just sparring purposes fight with any of these other people in magical combat feel free I'm in the water right now can't she hear me if I yell from the back of the ship probably not not in a distinct way do I have whisper (laughs) no I don't I'm sure if you made an active attempt to get her attention I attempt to get Parda's attention Parda Mm -hmm. Are you going to pay attention to something like that? Or are you too busy being a shark? I think I'm too busy being a shark. She doesn't answer. It's that simple. But I do throw up a fish. <laughs> That's a pretty strong throw. Uh-huh. Please don't get hit in the face. 
no, she just tosses a fish's way. There's no, there was no intention. Honestly, I'd, be, I'd say the same thing if she said she threw a fish at me. It's like, does it hit me in the face? <laughs> nope. So, sorry, I'm literally trying to just let you guys go about your day. I'm not trying to force anything on you. Outside of that, I'm. I'm I'll just keep helping with the ship. Yeah. I'll just. <laughs> so there's, there's nothing at all you guys are going to talk about. Um, nothing. Yes, Parda. Am I allowed to explore a bit of the ocean? Like below the ship, as long as I keep up? Mm, I would f- say that the. Like, you would be good for keeping guard underwater, but there's nothing you could really go and explore. Huh. Yep. <sighs> oh, I worried. How long have you been a fighter? My entire life. Is that before or after you were brought back to life? <laughs> My entire life. <laughs> Fair enough. Every second of every day. Does anyone have cure wounds? This thing fucking hurts. <laughs> He's rubbing a bump on his head. Somebody oh, yeah, somebody tosses again. you a pack of smelling salts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking knocked out, you bastards! <laughs> <laughs> They just keep. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, you're dumb enough to fight a tiefling. <laughs> I was dumb enough to fight a tiefling who's a fighter. What? what? Mm-hmm. Well, I could try to toss a fish and it lands on his horns. That'd be quite it would require. <laughs> it, would, it would require several things, but if you're willing to try. First of all, I need you to give me an attack roll on a tuna. <laughs> Roll a d20, Sarah. She rolls a 12. Yeah, it sounds like that would be enough for her to break AC. So you... You you now have the tuna in your hands. I now need you to give me an athletics check. (laughs) So you, you have the athletics required. So now I just need you to give me a dex check. Index is plus two... 20! <laughs> there you go, Mac. You now have a tuna in your horns. I'm just, she's straight up. I'm just picturing she's right as he's asking for. Does anyone have any some cure wounds? I'm not fucking not. <laughs> Literally, all of a sudden, you just, like, part of you're like, hmm, fishy, 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 fishy. <laughs> and you're like, no, 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 no. Nope, nope. And you look around, and you just see the telltale horns that <laughs> from over the bow. And you, you like, you just from below your snout, you like angle it to look the fish in the eye, and back, eye, back. And you go down below, and then you just, and you surge out of the water, and you just flail your head to one side and toss the tuna into his horns. Hard that's actually amazingly a good look for you. <laughs> I take the tuna off. I want to cook it. I was gonna say <laughs> with burning hands. Slight, slightly, you, you know. I want to cook it, not roast it. You, you of know. course. <laughs> Nothing like a fine salmon fricassee. Yes, and I proceed to eat the tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it worked. It actually worked. 
<laughs> Only when we want her to do stupid stuff can she roll twenties on throwing a tuna into sit into fucking max horns. Have you ever actually seen Sarah roll a one? Yes. When? During the Christmas special. Yep. The non-canon thing that never happened. Yes. <laughs> She's so angry. I even gave her the giant nose. I know. That's it's true. I didn't. Anyway. So, um, yeah, is there anything else? Like, literally, you guys have things you can talk about, things you could ask. We're on a ship in the middle of the ocean heading who knows where. Yes. I was like, Quirinus, what's your backstory in all this? I take one look at him, the magistrate. Okay, what brought him to the magistrate? What's his big deal? I don't know. Apparently, he likes the corrupt government. Okay, what's Russell's why, or Jimmy's? Why, why do you assume I like the government? Because you work for them. So do you. I don't so know. Do no, I, I, I am forced <laughs> at this point. I work for him too, but that doesn't mean I like them. They pay well. I specifically just have a license to kill. They pay well. Yeah, that's my money. I'm sorry if it's your money. Bastards. Fine, stupid work. Okay, better question. How the whole scale thing? How do we put this? Um, gift from a dragon? Okay. Is that a way of saying it's an STD? <laughs> a deckhand comes by. Gorak. A deckhand comes by and hits you in the hip with a broom. <laughs> you don't recognize the deckhand. But he does. Quite firmly, just between your third and fourth ribs with the back of a broom handle as he's swabbing the deck for your offhanded comment. <laughs> Brandon, perhaps you'd like to tell him in layman's terms what a dragon's gift <coughs> means. I helped the dragon out of a very bad situation it was in. And it just gave me access to it. Um, dragon magic. Can I can I roll, um, like like do I know can I can I roll to know if I if I know about dragons and stuff off of my intelligence? I would say you've heard about pacts with dragons just as you have with any other great powerful creature capable of using magic. You know about pacts between servants. Okay. And how sometimes. Servants will often be granted boons that will grant them similarities to their pact leader. Mm-hmm. So, Warlock? No, that Warlock's ripped it off from everyone. 
demons did it first. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I wonder how. <laughs> Everybody, we're going to take just a short <laughs> break, and we'll be right back. And we're back, and it seems like the party's actually... They've come together in agreement on what they are working towards. Parda, I believe you are still in the ocean, Vareed. You're working on the deck. But it seems as though our orc and elf comrades have come together in an agreement. Listen, I'm bored as shit on this shit. Let's go ask the fucking captain if he knows how that damn thing works. I want to know as well. Let's do it. I come in. What? Come on. Oh, you two again. <laughs> Got a few questions for you. I can only imagine what you're about to ask me. I don't know how to make rum. Your I just know how to drink it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Close. That answers but one no, of my questions. It's not we were going to ask. Well, <laughs> I was not going to ask that. <laughs> All right, you got me. We want to know how that works. We want to know how the hanging equipment works. At least. If we can't take it on the water, we at least want to know how it works. That darn skiff. I mean, if we're going to keep it after we take it off your look, boat, we want to know how to use it. Look, if we don't take it out on the water, you said it cannot leave your ship. That you, is you, correct. Can we figure out how it works? You'll find it and be not operating without water. I mean, that's kind of how it works. You want to know all about your favorite new vessel of the sea. I can appreciate that. I know how I felt when I found my first beauty and how she bore water. And what happened to you? Perhaps another time, boy. He thought about lifting on his shirt. I really want you to tell me. That's for me to decide. He turns around. You... Put your dice down. Stop wanking off, Casper. <laughs> he was he was holding his dice, spinning them around for like 30 seconds. I'm sorry. Instead, you can have this. He tosses you an old piece of uh, like hemp parchment. I look at it. You find it's written in, it's like translated Sahagin on how to operate it. He literally translated his own manual about how it works into common. I just slowly reach over and take it and read it myself. All right. Captain, we want to take it out. That sounds like a real big problem then. You know what happens when you throw one of those in the water? It goes. No, that'd that'd be its intended purpose. You flip the manual around, and you see it has a little thing on it. It's got a little symbol, like a crown with a trident through it. As long as it's not in water, the Sahagans don't know where it is. If you put it in water, the Sahagans can track it. Is there a way to disable that? If I knew how to disable it, do you think I'd let you in the water? If I can disable it. Boy, 
have had some of the finest wizard sorcerers and magical arcanists from realms beyond. The Sekhagans <coughs> have a real cracker in that. He turns over the notes. There's no less than 12 bona fide just magical entities of which several you have read documents from. You have revered them. You know it to be true. There, This is a just down to the metal that's in it. It just is linked to them. Putting it in water is like putting chum in infested waters. You can't put it in the water. Any water? Any water. If you so much as spill water on it, it'll just start activating. Okay. That's why he's so against you putting it in the water. You'd be endangering the whole ship. Now that I'm in there, I can see the chest, can't I? Like, it is actually in You the would see part of the chest in the closet, yes. What were the rumors we heard about what's in the chest? Uh, deep exactly. Sea gear. It, deep sea gear. From when the captain used to ride a vessel similar. Okay, so it's just deep sea gear. It's not actually like Sahagan tech or anything like that. There's no way to prove anything like that. But you know he had a set of equipment that allowed him to go underwater for extended periods of time. As according to rumors by the deckhands. I know, I'm trying to think of what to ask him now. I'm trying to think of how to word this. Because what I want to do... So let's state what I'm going to try to do before I figure out how I'm going to word this to him. I want to try to see if we can get that chest and figure out what's in there. Okay. Figure out how it works and maybe try it out. So now I'm confused as to what your intentions are. Because he's made it plain that using the skiff is absolutely against the rules. But you're asking about his equipment. His deep sea diving equipment? Yes. <laughs> what? I should ask, what directly are your intentions with his gear? Like, what's the... Because I heard you directly say, even though it was out of game and everything, you want to use it. Use it for what? Explore the deep. You think if the captain wanted to explore the deep, he would have it be on, like right now? You think he wouldn't be using it? True. Yes. It's gear Sahagan, isn't it? It is not. That's just a big bright light and then goes, <laughs> I like your thoughts. I like your processes. I want to cut, cut, go, and I want to knock at the uh, the, the door. Okay. Is, is it already open? Because they're in there. Or? Mm, no, they shut the door and ah, come in. I, I I open the door and come in. Three of you now. I'm on the same situation as you about that skiff. I heed your wisdom. Hold on, how the fuck did you hear any of the conversation? No, 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 when you previously told us... How do you know that's what we're talking about right now? Because you're bugging the captain! 
No, 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 <laughs> metagamer. You don't know how me and oh, him you are. You don't know what him are talking about. I'm sorry, okay. Mac. I love you, but you're going to have to ask a few questions and ascertain okay. the, the conversation. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> I could say you see them with the transcripts about a seafaring craft, and you could probably relate. However, that requires a lot of pretense you don't have. Okay. So, what's the conversation starter? I was wondering about any armor that won't take me to the bottom of the ocean and kill me. Damn it, Mac. <laughs> He's really good. That's actually a great question. He took it the complete opposite direction of you guys, and I hate him for it. Brandon was so worried about this deep sea diving equipment, he never thought of it as any other way. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. We'll be back next episode. Fuck. No, we're good. We're good. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, I happen to know of one set. One set of armor that won't let you be droning. Why? Because I'm used to wearing heavy armor, and I got none here. And I don't... I'm scared of drowning. Aye, that'd be a big fear of uh, ocean riders. However, most people just deal with it, laddie. You know, you drown, you drown. You stay on a piece of wood for three months. You stay on a piece of wood for three months. Make friend with a tiger that's in your imagination. <laughs> what? If that's where the discussion is going, I'd want to take him out. So we can discuss more what we want to do. Fair enough. Um, or you could stick around. We'll stick around. So, yeah, he says he knows of one, but he doesn't know, like, that, and that's awful a shame that you're afraid of drowning surrounded by deep water. It's a rational fear, but nothing he can do about it. Where's that conversation going, Mac? How did you acquire that armor? I had it made. Dwarves? Dwarves, they like fire. They like, they like heat. They like to be trapped in rock. No, I went to a much different area than that. Realms you'd wish not go if you hate the water. <laughs> you all assume that I would deal with fishies. Nay, nay. We're better to get water-faring armor than the elemental realm itself. Mm -hmm. dun, dun, dun. You ever courted a Mareed? That sounds dangerous. Aye. I'm guessing it was worth it. <laughs> I can go underwater when I please, which after several extended visits underwater, I've decided that's probably not worth it. Yeah, I can breathe underwater, I can see underwater, I can live underwater, but after all I've seen, I think I'll stick to me land-loving days. Hmm. Nothing like terra firma after three months at sea. So you don't need that armor anymore? I never said that yet. Inquisitive <laughs> fellow. 
do you think fixes up the ship? What was that? So bite it's out of the question. That cannot be priced. You could always find a interdimensional portal at the bottom of the abyss about seven miles west of here and hope to God it takes you to the Marid's realm where you'll probably be locked up for ten years in servitude before you even have a chance of ever seeing him. Can't say that'd really fit in your life goals, though. <laughs> well, you know more about the armor now. Yeah, yeah, I do. I don't know, I'm not going to get some made. That sounds very difficult. <laughs> <laughs> McConnell, we're talking about your and Sarah's luck. They'll have a set of armor for you when you get there. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> It'd be a little cheap, though. I know. So, Captain, on a different subject. Um, are we making any other stops, or is it just straight to... My intention is to go straight to port. Okay. Can we persuade it otherwise? anymore. Hmm? If I can't put the boat in the water, I'm not risk attacking. Nah, but if, if it activates, I... It's like, at that point, my character will like, strongly be with Vareen on this subject and be like, well, that does like, not touch the water. It's like, the orc in me is like, who the fuck cares? I can take him. But then the human side is like, no, you idiot. <laughs> no, you idiot. The more you blather on, the more the human side of me dies. Blather, 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 blather. <laughs> How long till we make port? It'll be another four days at least. The tide's the young lady in the water. Yes, I know she's a shark right now. A few of my mates have come complaining we're being trailed by chum feeders. <laughs> four days would have been seven. Would have been a whole other week were it not for that current she'd found. <laughs> We'll see if our luck holds. Mm-hmm. What are you expecting, the guest? Some. Hmm? Hmm? Talking to yourself? Yeah. Okay. What? Almost time to go. I know. Yes. So, um, out of character. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the um the stop they made when they did and they pulled up the chest was that before we left? No, that was like. So they occasionally stop in random spots. They yeah. had reason to stop there. What was the reason? The boat. Treasure! Bro, treasure. Whoa. They had a treasure map. I can, I can make up any reason on the fly if you'd like, but you got treasure out of it. Yeah. Uh. Sorry. Is there... Okay, so I don't want to ask the captain if they're going to stop anywhere else like that. Or... There's or no more like planned stops. Well, I say you've got a couple of minutes. Can I flop back aboard the ship? I would assume, yes, you were able to swim alongside the ship and transform back in and grab the net and climb up the ship. 
I don't know why I pictured her breaching and then just transferring <laughs> mid mid breach and just grab on. Well, and pull her she's up. not able to breach that high. Breach hard enough to throw a tuna and a couple of horns? Sure. Breach hard enough to land on the deck? Eh, doubtful. <laughs> and she's already running to the captain like, Captain, I have a brilliant idea! <laughs> Next time. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know, Parta. Do you have a brilliant idea? Uh, I just had a question. I saw something creepy in the ocean. What's the worst thing you've seen? Are you actually asking this for real? Yep. She just, it's funny. It's she just walks in. You, you kind of see him give that thousand-yard stare. We never even gave it a name. Never gave it a name? No. And it's a sea creature that comes from deep below. It can't, it, it can't even fit in the entirety of the sea. We've never seen it whole, just portions as it escapes through breaches from the elemental realm from where it drifts. Ye'd better not tangle with the ocean, Missy. Aren't you not to? <laughs> I'm more aware of the elements than many. Yes, I know, which is why I may pay you extra heed. <clears throat> Don't mess with the elements. Do you mean my elementals, or you mean something different? You know he means something different. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. Just go ask him. Why not? <laughs> and I think on that note, with a rather grave sign from the captain about their new technology, we're going to sign off for this episode of Caravan 13. We'll be down next week without a member, but don't worry. The shame, shenanigans, fun, and wherewithal will be back on the 10th episode of Caravan 13. This has been James the DM signing off. Makana playing Varid signing off. Sarah playing Parda. Chad saying goodnight. Brandon playing Quinnis. Um, you guys have a wonderful night. Have a great rest of your day wherever you are in the world. Bye-bye.